Hey everybody, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright, uh, Rob Rad, uh, my uh, trusted co-host here, is uh, calling in uh, from the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks once again. So, uh, was your weather there? It, 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 oh, it, it's hot, man. It's hot. And it's going to get hotter. We're yes. in the next two, three days. Yep, the same here in high humidity. So it's going to be a real nut juncture. Yeah. Yep, it's time to... Uh, but, but like, Saturday, I think it's supposed to rain and drop down to, like, 80. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. I don't, I don't yeah. think... It, well, that, uh, that's what our weather's showing. I don't think it's ever going to rain here again. I think it's done raining <laughs> forever. So... No, know, we, everybody's brown here. So yeah, we've been in a horrible, horrible drought here for... Actually, it really started last year. It rained just enough to take us off the drought chart. But then it stopped again, so we're back on. Uh, we're into a moderate to severe drought everywhere around here. And uh, anyhow, it's not looking good. Not looking good. Well, so what, Mark? What? Welcome to Missouri. It's like that every year. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this has been an exceptional drought. I know what you're saying, and you are correct. It does that every year this yeah. time, but it, it's been doing it. But anyhow, we're not here to talk about the weather. Um, I've that got... Is. I've got uh, something interesting I ran into the other day, and I think you might like it. 2023 has a list already of life hacks, things you can do to improve your life and uh, make them better. And this is what they say to do. A lot of them, I think, are spot on, perfect, great. And other ones, I'm kind of scratching my head going, what the fuck? You know, so um, anyhow, but oh, um, it is a swamp ass alert, ball gravy alert. The next three days, if you live around the Midwest, remember. And this means um, carry plenty of deodorant, uh, maybe some baby powder to kind of draw, you know, to kind of like, um, you know, get some of that ooze up and maybe make a little paste or something so, like, you can scrape oh, it yeah, off. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and especially what Rob does. Yeah, you are going yeah. to experience some swamp ass of serious proportions here in the next few days. You carry steel all day, yeah. You don't get. Oh, I that. I used to. I used to carry steel and yeah, glass. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, yes, yeah. Nothing funner than carrying a huge uh, piece of glass up four flights of stairs while you're literally fucking sprung a leak in your nutsack because it's uh it's nothing but like uh, gravy down there. Sucks. So. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I do it steel. I don't deal with glass. Oh, glass. <laughs> glass sucks because. Uh, you know, steel, you drop it, it's probably okay. Glass, you drop it, it's not okay. And that stuff has to be made precisionly. So it really kind of sucked balls. And uh, anyhow, um, anyhow, glad I'm not doing that shit anymore. So, um, anyhow, all right. Number one life hack, fly smart. The best deals, when searching online for the best deals on flights to your favorite destination, 
be sure to use your browser incognito mode. This helps you avoid cookies that websites use that actually increase the cost of your flight once you visit it several times. So they have some sort of algo, algorithm bullshit that if you visit a, um, a website looking for flights a couple of times, it automatically raises the prices on you. It, it, isn't that a, Yeah. Yeah. Fucking assholes. So yeah, go incognito and don't let the fucks know you've been there looking, is what they're saying. <laughs> Two. Get cell service anywhere. Looking for cell service but can't uh, seem to uh, get good signal? Simply switch your cell phone to airplane mode, which prompts your phone to search for all the cell towers near you, giving you plenty of options to connect to. And I've done that before. Um, I, you know, I speak about Eureka Springs a lot. There's areas down yeah, there near yeah. Beaver Lake and other places out in the hills and the mountains where you can't get a signal, you think, because I've been there before, and I'm like, man, you know, shit, I, I got to really call my mom and, you know, have her go check and make sure that, you know, the pool isn't running dry or whatever, or have her check on the animal, whatever, you know. Yeah, and, I, I've lived down there, around there. I've worked down around there. I, I know exactly, yeah, reception is horrible down around there. Yeah, and then it dawned on me. Um, put your phone on. That's what airplane mode, one of the functions it's for, is to do that. And then when you turn it back on, it's automatically like, hey, look, there's 30 towers around that I didn't know before. And that does work, and it's and I think that's a pretty good tip right there. And really? Yeah. Yeah, try it well, next time you're out in the middle of nowhere. You know living down here. Yes, it is, especially down there. I mean, even where you're at, I mean, Camden, there's plenty of towers. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, back sure. quite a few years ago when I used to go there, I had plenty of service. Um, but if you get much south of there, there's some pretty sparse areas uh, tower-wise. And it's yes, in and out sure. signal, and especially in valleys. I mean, hell, you can't even pick up FM radio in some of those valleys. Yeah, and we are in the Ozark Mountains. Yes. So there's a lot of ups and downs. Is it actually, I, I've wondered this, and I can't remember, I think I might have known it at one time, but is it part of the Harry S. Truman Forest? No, it's part the Mark Twain Forest. Mark Mark Twain, not Harry S. Truman. Shit. Well, oh, I was Mark thinking of Truman Twain. Lake. Okay, yeah, Mark Twain Forest. I'm sorry. It's part of the Mark Twain Forest. Okay, thank you. Actually, actually, the Mark Twain Forest is a little further south than us. Okay, but it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not. Yeah, it's within. Well, I, to our, I love uh, that area because it has such of a. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Colorado because it has such a mixture of uh, evergreens and oaks and hickory. Oh, I mean, it, it's just beautiful. It's gorgeous down there. It I is. I've been there many a time. Yep. It's, yeah, it's gorgeous. Down there. Home of the huge-ass tarantulas. That, that's, well, we got huge tarantulas here, too. Oh, I know you do. Yeah, those fuckers. When, when I lived in Arkansas when I was young, for we lived there for about a year, and... Um, this was uh, near Clarksville, Russellville area, over there in a very small town. Um, yeah. Anyhow, at night you could shine a flashlight out and see eight eyes all over the trees. And those were those huge ass, they weren't even tarantulas, they were huge furry black spiders. 
They say they're non-poisonous, but I didn't want anything to do with them. Even if they were or weren't, I didn't want to find out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you have them around there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they look yeah. like black tarantulas, only maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah, those yeah, fuckers. I mean, the tarantulas down here, if they bite you, they're not going to kill you. They'll make you they sick. they make you sick. Yeah. But. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, and another thing is, is they're not aggressive. You have to step on it for it to do anything. I mean, oh, yeah. I've literally yeah. seen them crawl up people's arms and they swat them off and then they go about their business. They really, yeah, they're, they're not aggressive. They're, ter- they're territorial. If, yeah. If you come to them, they're going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, out camping, you know, you see them and you just don't yeah. get near them. They're kind of like snakes. Uh, the rule of thumb about snakes down there, and I've known this ever since I was a kid living in Arkansas, is you make a ton of noise and walk slow. A ton of noise and walking slow means that most snakes, most, except for cottonmouths, cottonmouth water moccasins are a different breed of evil. I have plenty of stories of those things. Those things are nuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're evil. Oh, really? You saw one there? No, no, no. No, I landed in a, yeah, it was like a moss pit of water moccasins. Oh, Man, oh. Coming off a rip. You remember the rip swing down Blue River? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think everybody remembers that I one. Come off, no, I come off that rope swing one day. Uh-huh. And our old friend Andy Willitest and a few others. Oh, Andy Andy? Yeah. Yeah. I landed. And I went down. I come off the rope swing. Uh-huh. Go down in the water. Yeah. I just felt swarming around me. I knew exactly what it was. They said I looked like Jesus, but I was running. <laughs> <laughs> well, Didn't I... Quick, dude, it was like a swarm of water moxes. What After I, I got the right shitty... Come up and out. The good thing about that is, unless you run right into them, they can't bite you in water. They have to be able to... They have to be right up on you to bite you. Dude, they were all around me. Oh. It was like a swarm. Because I've saw swarms yeah, I of them. I landed in like a big old ball of them. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. It's like where the nest, uh, where good. they had the nest. You are, you are very fortunate. I want to get a beer. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, because that's crazy. Um, but as I say, in growing up for a year in Arkansas, I found this out because we had this old Native American that lived uh, really close to us, Mr. Goff. He was really cool. And he used to say sayings that were true about nature. And one of the things that he said was, he said, if the hawks fly low, it's going to rain. Then I started noticing to this day, if the hawks are circling around low, it's going to rain within the next day. I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to, like, be torrential or nothing, but it means it's going to rain because the hawk knows it's going to rain. It's out looking for food, preparing for the rain, where he's not going to be able to get food because everything's going to be hunkered down. And uh, the other thing he said was, he said, uh, make a lot of noise. He said a lot of things, but, you know, because we would routinely wake up and there would be a a water moccasin or... um, or a copperhead sunning itself on our back patio because uh, they love the sun and they love concrete and they would lay out in it, literally just lay there because they liked heat, they're cold-blooded. And, you know, of course, being a kid, I'm like, Ugh! 
you know, and then my dad would have to go get the shovel or the hoe and go out there and cut its head off. But um, anyhow, he said, walk real slow and make a lot of noise. And if you're fishing, make sure and whip around the fishing pole to make sure that it's thinking it's a mower or something. It hears the whipping, it thinks it's the vibration from it, it thinks it's a mower, and it gets the hell out of there. And he said, all of this except one exception. The cottonmouth water moccasin, he didn't say this, but this is my, my word on it. It was a particularly evil piece of crap. These things would wait for you to sit down and fish, and they would surround you. And they would watch oh. you. They, they look yes, like... They do. They do. I can attest to that. Yes. down here. Oh, they're crazy. And, and they're very aggressive. They will come up... Yes, they are. Yeah, they will start coming up to you. They'll inch in on you to try to get you. They'll try to sneak around. They'll act like they're leaving. They'll try to sneak around and double back on you. They're very intelligent, and they're evil. And, well, they used to just scare the hell out of me. I had nightmares about them things because, number one, the reason they call them cottonmouth is because it looks like they are got saliva coming out of their mouth. And that's just yeah, the color of their mouth. Yeah, and they're a really, really dark uh, brownish, blackish snake with these little uh, snake eyes and this really venomous-looking triangular head. I mean, they if you were to pick what the devil would look like, incarnation, like right in front of you, I would pick probably something that looked like a cottonmouth water moccasin. Well, that that right there is one of the signs that's venomous is the triangular head. Yes, yeah. And the cat eyes aren't even always true. There are snakes that no, have cat eyes. they're not. And also... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I, I was just agreeing. No, you're right. Yeah, the cat eyes aren't always true. Because a coral snake is one of the most deadliest snakes in North America, and it has round eyes, and it looks beautiful. Right. right. And, and I would hate to be a king snake because a king snake looks like a coral snake, only with the colors, the ring colors in reverse, the rings of colors. And everybody thinks they're a coral snake and they kill them. And actually, they're great for the environment. They kill pests. And yeah, rodents. they're one of the best snakes you can have around. Yeah, I think it's a king snake, isn't it? Or is it something else? I forgot. Anyhow, it's the, it's the colors in reverse of a coral snake. Same size, same head and everything. And only someone yeah. that really knows the snake. I mean, who the hell is going to sit there and count the colors when you see that fucking thing? <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, shit. Hey, hey, hey. Give me all this, Mark. What? I told you about Mike Snake. There's a reason I didn't go over there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I go ahead. Mike Snake. But, yeah, I mean, some are good. Some are good. Mm -hmm. And the older I get, you know, and well, yeah, there are some good snakes. Me and my brother were perfect angels when we went over there ever since. Uh, we only went I over there a few times, but after that, we did not bother any snakes. And we're referring, we're if you haven't heard it, um, and if you haven't heard that podcast, you're a horrible person for not listening to that podcast, number one. Number two, you should be ashamed of yourself. Number three, you should write us an apology letter, and Topher, too. So, yeah, to yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is but is, is a friend of me and my brother's uh, and Rob's, his dad collected poisonous snakes, and we walked in um, first time we're ever in his house, and there's this giant timber rattler in this uh, giant aquarium, and... Uh, I was out there because I wouldn't go. 
<laughs> now I know why. So uh, yeah. anyhow, me and my brother were fucking with it, you know, tapping off blah, 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 and all this stuff. And Mike told us, he said, you know, they're really intelligent and they have a really great memory. And and we're like, yeah, hey, it's in the aquarium. It's not going to get us. Well, if it ever gets out, it's going to remember you screwed with it. And it's going to come after you, not me. It's mad at you. I'm nice to it. And sure as hell, a few weeks later, we go over there to get his weed. He had stashed underneath his bed or something. He's afraid his mom was going to find it doing laundry or something. I got to go get my weed. Okay. We walk in there. The snake got out. <laughs> oh, we were scared shitless. Luckily, he found the fucker. And uh, and after kind of swooping it near us a couple of times because he knew something we didn't know, he knew that the snake could not strike on that pole there because it had no way to uh, get any force uh, behind it right. to lunge at us. Right. So he's he's swinging around a little bit, screwing with us, and we're like, ah. So anyhow, um, oh, you know what? I'm in the middle of life hacks, ain't I? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, uh, where was I? Okay, um, oh, we're talking about the forest and how, you know, cell phone service. Okay, so uh, number yeah. three on this list, supermarket savvy. Save time and money when grocery shopping with this helpful life hack. Just remember that the cheaper items usually are on the top or the bottom shelves, away from the prime advertising spot at eye level. That is reserved for higher price brands. Huh, that makes sense. Yeah, they paid for that. It's called it's called shelf space, and it's extremely important for products to have this shelf space. Otherwise, they're not selling shit, at least not at a grocery store or something like that, or a Walmart or... or um, or, um, you know, a price chopper up here or whatever you have down there, a Kroger, whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, look up and down if you want to buy the cheaper ones. If you want to buy the highest price one, I guess look right in the middle eye level. So, yep. And I noticed that with cereal brands, too. Cereal brands, a lot of the uh, children's cereal are lower, so the children see them. And they start yelling, hey, get me the Frosty Loops right now, Mommy. Shut up. I want my Frosty Loops. Yeah. You know, that stuff. Oh, yeah, that's, that's been a long time thing in grocery stores. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people probably don't know that. So, it's true. Um, next one on the list. It's, in, it's just titled Fog No More. Bathroom mirror foggy. Can't see yourself. Just grab a blow dryer to instantly defog your mirror you can finish your morning or evening routine so I never knew that that you could just grab a uh, a little um, uh, bit a hair dryer and defog your mirrors I had no idea I guess it works just like a defroster I guess right yeah, yeah. so okay next one they recommend on these uh, 2023 life hacks is have a pre-bed shower. If you find it hard to relax and sleep at night, this life hack will have you snoring in no time. Um, you know, just um, you want you want to sleep better. A warm shower just before bedtime for a great night's sleep. The warm water dilates blood vessels, relaxes muscles, and removes toxins from your skin, so you can easily have sweet dreams. Um, it does help. 
that's I think that's part of a good night's sleep. I think another one is is this right here. Turn your cell phone completely off. Um, some people can't do that because they're afraid something's going to happen while they're sleeping um, and that they need to know or something like that. Put it way away from you. That way you're not tempted to grab it and turn it on at the nightstand. Put it, you know, to where you have to walk to where literally you can't get it unless you got to get up and grab it, you know, take a piss or something. So um, that's one other thing. Same, and, same thing with the alarm clock. Yeah. Um, um, uh, a lot of white noise or just noise or uh, running water or something like that helps too. But um, anyhow. Yeah, so yeah, they're right on that. I mean, I think a good uh, good warm shower or hot shower does work or helps. No, I agree. It, it, it would help relax you right before you lay down. Yeah. Uh, the next I totally one, agree with that. The next one of the 2023 life hacks is write down the good stuff. And I, I'm a big uh, proponent of this because I do it whenever I think about it. The problem is I don't think about it nearly enough is... When you want to stay focused and motivated, spend some time at the end of each day writing down good things that happened to you during the day and how the events made you feel. Ending the day in a positive note is good for your heart and soul. And I think that that is a really good one because it does work. And it's also good for a memory. It's good for um, self-esteem, motivation, um, so many things. Um, your uh, what would you call it? Uh, your psyche. Uh, yeah. I've, yeah. So, and this next no, one. I, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I, I think we're in agreement on all of these so far, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we are. I think these are pretty good. All right, the next one, and I'm a big, big, big proponent of this too. Eat lunch outside. Take every opportunity you get to eat outside to reap the benefits of nature therapy. There's something about hearing the birds chirp in uh, our koi pond. You can uh, hear the frogs jump in and making their squeals and stuff. Um, dogs barking in the background as long as they're not too close and too crazy. Um, you know, just all this nature. It, there's something about it that just takes stress away from you. Uh, you know, so... Um, I 100% agree. Yeah, this nature therapy enjoy reduced stress, a boost in performance, and even increase in job satisfaction by dining at a local park, restaurant, or a, or a uh, picnic table on your patio. Now, I used to do this um, um, when I worked at that uh, that metal place in Grandview I told you about where I, where I knew of yeah. uh, Ron from Liquor Locker. Because uh, yeah. yeah, they used to go get a little beverage during lunch down there. And, yeah, uh, and my biological dad. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, what I would do For is those that don't know. I wouldn't go get a beer or nothing like that, like the other ones would, or a lot of other ones. Not everybody, but um, I would go dra- drive down to Longview Lake and just look at the lake and look at nature. If I had enough time, I'd stop in one of those little parking areas and just uh, open up the door and just look out and just enjoy nature. And I decluttered myself doing that, and it really worked. So I would agree with that too. Yeah, no, I I, I work in a big steel shop. Mm-hmm. A bunch of loud noises going on. Great time. I go outside. I, I 
step outside, get away. Don't you feel better? Oh, yeah, it really is so much. It really does. Yeah, there's something about it. Um, well, I, that's like when we worked at Justin Jones. Oh, yeah. Every time we had a chance, we'd step out the back door. Oh, yeah. It's a fresh air. Yep. And also, like and also to gauge how Everybody. many people were coming in, too, so we knew what kind of night we were in for. Yeah. If oh that back God. parking lot started filling up, we knew we were screwed. We're like, eh, eh, we're not getting out of here till midnight. Yeah, there goes our party space. Yep. <laughs> there goes someone down there to rent the room early. By the time we get there, they're all going to be full. So, um, uh, anyhow, um, yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, yeah, I do too. Yep. Uh, let's see. Next one. This is the 2023 Life Hacks. Enhance your sleep regimen. Any life hack that involves getting better sleep is worth trying. Set a specific time each evening to get into the sleep mode. Dim the lights, turn down the volume on electronic devices, and sit in a comfortable room and add a temperature to entice sleep. To me, that's cool. I like a sleeping room to be really cool. I don't like it to be warm at all. I mean, I would like it maybe be at about 65. Okay, see, I'm a, little, I'm a smaller guy. I like a little warmer. I'm hey, you call me fat. <laughs> no. no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Go ahead. No, dude, I'm, I'm just saying I'm 5'7", 140. No, I know. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busting your nuts, dude. Um, I would agree with that. I, I, I have a very small temperature range. Okay. I'm either hot or cold. Okay, um, I mean... And there's only like two degrees right there. So. I've been in perfect body weight before, and I still prefer to be 65. I guess it's just in your own your own chemistry, I guess. Uh, but um, anyhow, I agree with that. And then turning off the electronics I alluded to. Um, you know, turning yeah. off your cell phone yeah. and stuff like that. Um um, let's see. So next one. Now I didn't read all of this, so um, no, you're. I, right. I'm not sure what this is. It exercise the sixty ten rule. Okay, when working on com, um, completing a daunting task, this life hack can help you be more productive. Set a timer for one hour and work diligently on the task at hand. When the timer sounds, allow yourself a 10-minute break for an energizing activity. Consider going for a walk, calling a friend, making a cup of coffee, or anything that only takes a few minutes. Okay, so like uh, earlier when I was cleaning out the pool, instead of just going at it for four hours, every hour I should have just stopped and maybe made a call, or I don't know, or some coffee. Some coffee would have helped me. Um, okay, the 60-10 rule, so one hour of work, 10 minutes of non-work. Okay. Alright. I, I guess I could agree with that. To me, that's not so much important because sometimes I like to get the stuff done and I don't want to take 10 minutes in between. You know? Okay, well, I'll tell you what. You come talk to my boss about that. <laughs> I know the answer already. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do too. Yeah. yeah. It'd, be way, it'd be a way for me to be able to see it for once. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, but we are going to get together. We've got to have a douchebag yes, microphone. Yes, uh, yes, Testy Fest at Testicle Fest, right? Come on, we got, uh, we got to, we got I to see this. I don't know if I can make it down there. Oh, 
man. <laughs> but, hey, I, I, I do have another you know, uh, opportunity. It would be a big opportunity. Okay. Off, off I was getting ready to say, we'll talk about this off air because we will get together, but I'm sure nobody wants to yeah. hear about how we're going to get together or whatever the plans are. So, yeah. um, anyhow, the next one. This is going to be excited that we finally did it. Okay. If not, we will be. <laughs> Either that or we'll just make the shit up. How will they know? <laughs> No, no, I actually <laughs> want to get together, man. We're, uh, Rob drove all the way up just for the special podcast. <laughs> no, not really. I get the chance, I will. Okay, um, next one, improve focus. Try low-level background music or nature sounds that can hide um, distractions that can disrupt your work. Like two douchebags and a microphone, we are great as background noise. People all the time, I've, we've heard from monks. Monks have written us and said it's the best no noise, uh, background noise to do nothing to. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, apparently that's all. I don't know. I, I gotta admit, my buddy that did listen to one, like, kind of liked it. Um, I actually got a critique from a uh, from um, um, a, a family member, really. Um, Earlier, uh, Val said that uh, he said he listened to it and he thought it was funny. So we're two for two today. How's that? Hey, there we go. Our, our numbers are still uh, Bruno. If you listen to this podcast, podcast, thank you. We appreciate it and listen to more. And I want your critique and pats on the back. So um, thank you for listening. Thank I hope you, you listen to thank it. You. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it does what we want it to do, and that just make give everybody a little chuckle and a little tongue-in-cheek uh, stupid humor you know like I said I mean there's so many things but podcasts could be some of them tell like paranormal some of them tell like there's this one uh, um, um, that a friend of mine at work turned me on to uh, what the hell is the name of it shit um, but anyhow it's, but they're like structural engineers and they're talking about what caused these great disasters and they went in depth but but they make fun of it, and yeah, it's really good. And I'm gonna, I, I got to look in my history, and when I do, I will, I will tell everybody the name of it because it is really good. I think it's called like, well, there's your problem, or the well, there's the problem. I think it's, I think it's called, well, there's a problem. And the the one guy that's like got all these degrees behind him, he's always acting like I don't know like this, I don't know, kind of a redneck guy, always kind of talking like it, but you know he doesn't do that in real life. And, hey, yeah, I was just taken back by it. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, people that don't know the story behind it would think that the guy's just some guy they pulled off the street. But, anyhow, it's uh, it's pretty cool, and it's got my uh, thumb of approval. But, anyhow, um, all these podcasts have, like, a direction that they do, right? They're like, well, we do this or we do that. Us... We tell stupid stories. I tell a lot of my past stories. You tell a lot of your past stories. All we're trying to do is entertain you like that uh, 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s morning shows used to do. When they used to get away with being a little bit more risque. When they could tell a dick joke. When they could screw with each other. You know? So uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Mars just kind of threw me in on this. And yes. We are honestly two and a half hours away from each other. Mm -hmm. 
I'm coming up with my own stuff. I, I have no idea what he's going to talk about. He has no idea what I'm talking about. Well, you see, it's kind of rough to do it. When me and Topher is doing it, we're always together, you know, looking at each exactly. other. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. And I think we're, I think I'm, I hope I'm doing a pretty good job. You are, you are, you're getting better. Like I said, I had a year start. I had a year head start on you. And, yeah. and, and I hear you like earlier, you're talking like you were. No, no, no! You're doing fine. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. It all comes to I'm you after a while. I'm yeah. doing. I'm, and, I'm, I'm, and loving I'm, not what, I'm loving it. I'm and, enjoying it. Good, so. good. And like I said, you're always going to be a part of the show somehow. Um, uh, if or when Topher comes back, we hope so. I think he will. He's not like saying no. He's not going to. He's just got some stuff he's working through. That's all. And I mean, we, we love him, and that's we wish fine. him the best, and uh, we miss him on every podcast. But even and the place is his. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he earned his seat at the table, and it's still his. His chair is still his. But it doesn't mean that me and Rob can't do our own and throw him in there. Doesn't and doesn't mean like every time uh, Topher and I do a podcast that Rob isn't going to call in because he will, because Rob is a part of the show, and I'm seeing him grow right before us. Just like um, uh, you listen to a lot of the younger podcasts, right? The earlier ones. Yes, yes. Would you say? I, I've listened to everyone. Would you say? I, I, um, I have officially listened to everyone. Excellent. Thank you. Would you say that, like, um, the first, the difference between the four, the first and the fortieth podcast is pretty big on how we talk? Oh and, my God! Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to learn your way. You got to learn your way. You do. And like I said, with us being two and a half hours apart, and you and Topher being face to face. Uh huh. And me and you not, that that gives me a disadvantage because I don't know what I can break in on. Well, you, and, you I, and I still but, say this. We're learning our way. We're learning our way. Yeah, you're doing great. I still say this. You're doing fine. You know, I overthought it too at first. I'd listen to something and go, oh, my God. Man, I sounded horrible. But then I started yeah. realizing that not everybody thinks of the way you talk like how you think you talk. Um. It's kind of hard. I I don't even know if I really describe that right or not. But um, no, I I know exactly what you're talking about because I did DJ for a while. But yeah, my ex-wife did a lot of talking. I did a lot of work. You know. Okay. Well, there was night she wasn't there. I had to take over. I had to, you know, I had to do the whole gig. Well, 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 Rob, you were growing right before our eyes. You're hitting puberty, and you're getting voluptuous breasts, and we love it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do a few more ass-ups. That's still a little flat, Rob. Yeah, well, I'm getting there. Okay, yeah. all right, you're getting there. Um, uh, okay, but anyhow, all male body parts, all male body part pictures go to Rob Rad's inbox. He's on my friends list. Look him up. All male body parts. He's still waiting. Remember, he likes ass up with a face. So stick your ass up in the air, spread the cheeks apart, turn around and smile for the camera. Because he likes them both. He wants to know whose bunghole he's looking at. Is that that too much to ask for your favorite? Very close here. Mark's coming very close here. Guys, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. He's sweating it. I know he is. I am sweating it. Guys, come on. Come on. Throw some some pictures out there. Come on. I don't care if it's just a nutsack. Just send them to him, okay? 
Come on, get me off the hook. Is that too much to ask for, for your favorite I podcast? Please prove you listen to us. Or at least a podcast that you tolerate? Come on. Yeah, Dude, come on. It's not that big a deal. Two Shirley Temples and a bottle of scotch will be right back. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. If you enjoy two douchebags in a microphone, you'll definitely enjoy a shovel to the head. All right, freaks. Two douchebags in a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All righty. Um, you hear about the uh, vegetarian group that wants uh, the Macon Bacon's name changed? Make what? No, I, no, I have not. Macon, Georgia. They have a baseball team. In some league, I think it says it in this article, but um, anyhow, it is a baseball team, and they're called the Macon Bacons. Well, there's this vegetarian group that wants them to change their names. How like the name? I do, too. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Well, um, if I remember what this is uh, correctly, it even gets better. So <laughs> here we go. Macon Bacon entered the Coastal Plains League in 2018, and their name was chosen by fans through a vote. Kevin Bacon had even wore the team's hat in public. However, that's where that hat came from. Oh, you've seen I that hat? Seen, I've seen that hat. Well, it's a baseball team, <laughs> the Macon Bacons. <laughs> I thought it was something he came up with. Guess not. Okay. <laughs> However it's, not, however, it's not just a name, as the stadium's menu include items like bacon steaks and bacon fries. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, um, when I was in Dallas um, maybe three or four, probably four years ago with Brian, a guy that I used to work with at, at, that, old, uh, at uh, that old shop there, um, uh, anyhow, uh, we, yeah, went to anyhow. This, we, we, we went to this... Uh, I mean, why dog on them? I mean, there's no reason to, uh, because uh, they suck and they know it. So, uh, you're doing bigger, better things. Uh, absolutely, I'm doing very well at what I'm doing, and uh, I'm doing what I love, uh, podcasting and other things, and my life is fantastic. So, but um, anyhow, um, there's this place down there, and it was a chain. He was from San Diego, and the chain started in San Diego. It was called Slater's Fifty Fifty. And what it was was burgers that were made out of half ground up bacon and half ground chuck. And they were fantastic. And a full board to boot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We both had us a double uh, a double Slater and some of these home-cut fries that were just, like, piping hot and seasoned. And, oh, my God, and some craft brews. Oh, it was great. And anyhow, um, that Slater's Slater, that Slater's 50-50, I guess is no longer there in Dallas because I looked it up because I was considering going to a concert there this year. 
and I looked it up to see if it was still there, and then I decided to go to Memphis instead because I can get good chicken there. So, uh, anyhow, so because Slater's 50-50 moved, I'm not going to Dallas this year for a concert. So, anyhow, and it was, um, um, what was the name? It was, um, it was in one of the suburbs of Dallas. Uh, it wasn't Mesquite. Um, might have been in Plano. I, I don't know. Anyhow. Um, okay, so however, it's not just a name. They have bacon steaks, bacon fries. This caught the attention of the Physicians Committee based in Washington, which uh, promotes plant-based diets and advocates for scientific, uh, against scientific research that, uh, that uh, involves animal testing, which I'm all about. I mean, look, if they don't have to test on animals, I don't think they should. I think it's cruel and unusual. And, um, and who are we to say that, oh, they're just animals, you know. Now, look, I'm all for bacon, and I'm, I, I'm a meat eater, and I'm not going to change anytime soon. So I'm all for that, you know. I mean, I don't like the thought of butchering something and eating it, but that's just the way I'm geared. And, um, and quite frankly, anything that is uh, fake meat, I don't find tasty. I don't think it's anywhere near um, the real thing. And, uh, you know, so... But, um, as far as testing on animals, there's a lot of it I don't think they have to do that I don't like. So, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of a little bit of this and that on that. But, as far as these guys changing the names, I think it's stupid. Um, anyhow, the group's letter to the team dated June 1st proposed changing the team's name to the Macon Facon Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah. This is what these rubes came up with. So, which would be an all an, a meat alternative product, the bacon, faking bacon, because I guess there's a product called faking bacon. <laughs> so, anyhow, that would be my cue to never buy the son of a bitch, right? <laughs> you look at and go, what? I, I ain't buying that one. <laughs> I'm telling you, you should not make this up. No. Truth is always stranger than fiction. And life always gives you a bigger laugh than anything else. So, you know, in response to the request, Team President Brandon Raphael said, um, stated that the Macon Bacon name and brand had been embraced by fans due to its uh, playful and lighthearted nature. It's also noted that the stadium's concessions already have plant-based options. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I I don't think they should change the name, and I think you're on board with that too, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm gonna follow this story up. Uh, uh, you know what? You got something picked I out? I got one. Though. I got one. Well, I'm coming up with one. Let me find it. Okay. Until then, I will make some noise to entertain you. Said, no, that okay. one is kind of just, I, I lost concentration. I'm sorry. On oh, and tonight, no. I've, got a, I've got a final thought with you. I've got one, too, okay? Okay. So. Oh, and also, I have a Dear Douchebags letter that was sent in. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. Oh, so do. I, I do have a Rob Grant, too. Okay. Um, well, you can go. I, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Okay, that's cool. You can go into your story whenever you did. You find it yet? 
No, go go ahead. Hey, I'm look, I'm looking. Oh, I'm gonna do I've the had, I've, I had to switch stories. So go ahead. Okay, you want to go into the do douchebags? Is that it? Yeah. Do it. Okay. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Hey, look, I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no, it's the island of horrible jokes. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. <laughs> Another Dear Douchebags letter. Someone was dumb enough to write in, Rob. Right on. Yeah, how about that? First time since I've been here. Yeah, this is the first time with, uh, with this lineup of a Dear Douchebags letter. Um... Well, uh, someone's dumb enough to write in again, so uh, I guess they're going to be... Hopefully they're not dumb enough to take our advice, because like we've all, me and Topher always stated, and I think you agree, whatever we say to do, don't just do the opposite, do the polar opposite. We're talking the exact opposite of what we say. If you want a good life and a happy life and not harm yourself, don't do what we say or anything close to what we say. But that being said, someone dumb enough to write in, well... You're going to get the answers you get. We just hope they stay away from you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Dear Douchebags, I have a friend that serves instant coffee, and he expects me to drink it. Instant coffee, dude. Ugh. Have you That's had... That's my daughter. That's my daughter. She likes instant coffee? Yeah, she's weird. Oh, my God. How old is she? 32. That's like that's the stuff that like the uh, baby boomers still drink, the Sanka or whatever it is, or Taster's Choice or whatever. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I oh. can't handle it. Oh my God. Oh. Um. Anyhow, on this letter it says I've dealt with a lot of stupidity in my life, but this is way up there. I, 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 I agree. Yeah. Oh. At this point. What next? This dummy will offer me kale? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, I love the fact that they're doing kale because they know how we feel about kale. <laughs> Help me, douchebags, please. What do I do? Signed, No Sanka in Tampa. Ah, another, cool, uh, another cool little uh, name moniker, right? It doesn't quite rhyme, but it's good enough. It gets a point across. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I understand. He, he's, he's hurting. I understand, yeah. I would be hurt, too. You know, you go over yeah. there, and they can't even brew a cup for you. They give you this shit with, like, warm water. Yeah, like, can I be the first answer on this one? Yeah. Get yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, here's, here's uh, what uh, we wrote in. Well, in our humble opinion, anyone that offers you instant is not a friend. That's pretty much what you just said, right? There you go. Yep. 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 Well, here's things that we say you can do about it. So, take it for what it is. This is a couple of douchebags saying this, so remember that. You can bring a sack of garbage. 
throw said garbage all over and kick it around on the floor. Take the idiot's head, make sure they see all the garbage. Explain to them that the fake coffee is the same thing. So until they eat the garbage, you will never drink that liquid garbage. Huh? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Maybe that's not such bad advice. Maybe we go without some good one finally. I think you did. I think you did. Number two, grab a bottle of rum as a creamer. Put it in your instant, um, let's see, let's, what the hell did we scribble down here? Okay, put in one twentieth of instant coffee, put it in a separate part, and then put put the other part, the other 19% in another cup. Then fill the other cup with rum. So you have one twentieth of coffee in one cup, and then you have the other coffee full of rum. Okay, so it mixes like one twentieth, you know, to the other nineteen percent. So it's basically just a little smidge of instant coffee and rum. Then you fill the other cup with rum, drink the rum, and throw the instant coffee in your friend's face. <laughs> I agree with that one too. Number three, block the douche's number and never call them again. Or number four, number four and the best one is, it's almost the 4th of July. Buy all the half sticks you can find, then blow them up all the canisters of fake coffee. You're welcome, America. Yay. (laughs) Dear douchebags, save the world again. One horrible piece of advice at a time. So, all right. Yeah. So, uh, did you find your uh, story yet, Rob? Oh, well, yeah, I, I came with another one. i got to pull my screen back up here. All righty. Uh, okay. You remember Carrie Ann from Poltergeist? Yeah, oh, yeah. He, yep. Classic movie. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. classic movie. Um, her name is Heather O'Rourke, her oh. actual name. Okay. Okay. I, I ran across this, like, fun fact type thing, and it says there's a poster for the 1988 Super Bowl in the kids' room in Poltergeist, which is weird because the movie came out in 1982. Which is true. Uh huh. Yeah, that sounds about right. Even stranger and eerie and tragic coincidence, on the day that that Super Bowl, actress Heather O'Rourke, Carrie Ann, suddenly fell ill and died just hours later. I knew she died at a young age, but I didn't know under the circumstances. No, no, I, I looked this up and I'm, I'm looking, okay. And what this picture is showing, on one side it's showing the picture where it shows the poster. Uh-huh. Okay, you remember her brother Robbie? Mm-hmm. In the movie? Yeah. It's hanging right above his bed. Wow. But it, but it does say 1988. But it doesn't look like a Super Bowl poster, but it is a football 
football poster. Well, I don't think it really matters if it's a Super Bowl or a football poster. But then it shows a picture of Terry on Terry Ann on the other side of it. Well, I looked it up. Okay. Okay. Heather O'Rourke died February first, nineteen eighty eight. Wow. February would have been close to the Super Bowl. No matter what, you know, how many games they played, it's always been played okay, in February. researcher I am, I got you back on this. Okay. The Super Bowl was played January 31st, 1988. One day off. She, Redskins defeated the Broncos. Wow. That was Doug Williams. Um, uh, black quarterback. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The court. The Super Bowl was January thirty first of eighty eight, and she died February first the next day. And like I said, I'm looking at this picture from the movie. Mm-hmm. And that poster is nineteen eighty eight, and it's a football poster. Wow. It, it, I mean, you can look at it. I can't read all the wording on it, but it don't look like the Super Bowl. But yeah, I mean, oh, I, that was, um, yeah. I still think that that's interesting enough, even without the Super Bowl slant to it. You're right, right. That's that. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, you got a you got another story in there, or? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. The floor is yours, Rob. Uh, you got my phone to work with me here. All right. Uh, Coming up, insults oh, to shut uh, people the down. The drop money in Russia too. Uh huh. Was so realistic that lots of it wound up in circulation in Las Vegas casinos. No shit. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Had been changed to something else, which I haven't had a chance to look up to see what it said. But apparently nobody noticed, and the FBI ended up getting involved. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's 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 something I believe. I, I, I think I can believe that, too. People, people, you know, you're making a big hit movie like that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some of that fake money we got of that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I believe that completely. Um, did uh, you know that uh, Mick Mars spoke again? No, I did not. Okay. What did he have to say? Out of all these lawsuits coming, you know, to uh, with Motley Crue and him suing back yes. and all that stuff. Well, um, I just got this. It was just came in yesterday. To uh, this uh, this site is called Metal Injection, but I think Loudwire might have posted it first. I'm not for sure, but whoever posted it first, thank you. Let's see. All right. As Motley Crue gears up to release new music, so is former guitarist Mick Mars in an interview with Rolling Stone. Oh, it's Rolling Stone, okay. I love Rolling Stone, even to this day, I think it's a great mag. Oh, I trust him. I, I do too. Him. 
Mars has unveiled his new uh, debut solo album to be titled Another Side of Mars. He is currently seeking out a record label to drop the album, which was described by Rolling Stone author Andy Green as darker and more aggressive than anything in the crew catalog. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Oh, wow. That sounds good. I like it so Breaking far. News. Carmine, news. Carmine a piece on drums. Yeah, there we go. Carmine on drums, Mick Mars, guitar. Oof. Despite plotting the release of his debut solo album, Mars also revealed that he has no intention of touring. I'm done touring, he said. If somebody really, really wants a one-off or a couple of nights, I would probably do it. But all that travel stuff in planes, I'm way over it. Oh, that's too bad. I really wanted to see him solo. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Uh, Mars also sadly confronted his own mortality in the same interview, admitting that his battle with ankylosis spondylitis isn't getting any easier. Um, I sold my publishing. The deal was just finalized, he said. Now I can relax and don't have to worry about anything since, uh, like I said, I'm probably just going to live another seven or eight years. Wow. I'm old enough, man. I'm not going to live to be 85 or 90. I just have a feeling I, I don't want to either. My brain doesn't want this ugly-ass body that's all fucked up to keep going. I wish I could just take the information out of my brain, put it on a chip, and into somebody else or a robot. That's still a lot of stuff going on up there. Wow. Well, that's... Come on, Mick. Come on, Mick. Do not go AI. Oh, Mick, yeah. I'm worried about... Well, I don't know, man. If it's mixed music and AI has to release it, I'd be good with it, I guess. I'm old enough, man. I'm just not going to... Let's see. Um, despite a lawsuit from Mars against his former bandmates with some spicy allegations over backing tracks, he said he doesn't regret joining the band or the years he spent with them. His only regret is Motley Crue's 90, 1997 album, Generation Swine. I think that's all of their regrets. None of them liked it. We were different when we came... <laughs> Yeah, that seems to be the consensus. Yeah, I like some of it. I mean, it wasn't the best thing they ever did by far, but I like some of it. We were different I when we came... I wasn't a big fan. There were some songs on it that were good, but anyhow, I mean, to me. So I cannot, I can't blame, right. I can't blame anyone for not liking it because it was such a departure in what they normally did. I, I get it. We were different when we came out of the Sunset Strip, noted Mars. The rough spots were rough spots and hard to deal with, but I got to see the world and play with a group that was this successful, so I don't regret anything besides Generation Swine. As for the aforementioned lawsuit and being ousted from the band, Mars feels exactly how you think he feels. Terrible. When they wanted to get high and fuck everything up, I covered for them. Now they're trying to take my legacy away, my part of Motley Crue, my ownership of the name, the brand. How can... Uh, how can you fire Mr. Hines from Hines Ketchup? He owns it. Frank Sinatra or Jimi Hendrix's legacy goes on forever, and their hairs continue to profit from it. They're trying to take that away from me. I'm not going to let them. I love that. He's he's going down fighting, and that's excellent. Good for Mick Mars. He, he needs to. Yes, he, he does. Yes, he does. So that's uh, he, he's been there from the get go. He helped start that band. He, he deserves it. I agree, hundred percent. So Mick, he's been the realest one of them all so far. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Uh, I I've always enjoyed Mick Mars' uh, guitar playing more than anyone oh. else. I yes. um, Well, 
Vince Neil, when when he could sing really good, and maybe he could again if he quit some of his, I don't know, whatever's making him not sing good. Maybe he just lost his voice. I don't know. But when Nick could sing, he was the next thing that was fun. I mean, Tommy Lee's bass, uh, or I mean, his drums. Nicky's bass was never good until now when he went to, you know, when he went to the, uh, got the lessons for five years. Now he's really good, but um, Mick Morris just, he just always sounded so clear, so precise, so good, his own tone. I mean, I always thought that he was the sound of the band more than anything else. Now, Vince's banshee vocals were great. Tommy Lee's thundering drums were great. Um, but, I don't know. I just always had a special place for Mick Mars. He was always my favorite, and still is. So, anyhow. No, I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. We, we always had a special spot for him. Yep. So, Mick, we love you. I hope you live... Uh, I, uh, well, I guess he don't want to live more than eight or nine years. As much fun so, as an electric okay. can opener to the scrub. Yeah. And the tour thing, I guess, if he does a one-off somewhere, I will do my damnedest to get there and see it. And that's pretty much about it. So, yeah. So, Mick, you, buddy. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 